Just like any change requires time, building one habit after another, replacing one bad habit with one good one at a time. Welcome to Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping ambitious small business owners like you to gain clarity so you can grow a profitable and sustainable small business online. My name is Michaela. I'm a small European town gal with big dreams who moved to Canada, built a multi-six-figure business from living room floor, and now I'm here to give you the answers, the confidence, and the resources you need to create a business and life you love. No filter here. Get ready to dive deep into honest conversations and hear the truth. The failures, the successes, and practical advice from marketing, social media, to systems, mindsets, and habits. You leave feeling empowered and equipped with actionable steps that you can apply to your business and make your goals happen. Let's dive right in. Welcome to episode 21 of Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. Can you believe we are already approaching the last quarter of this year? I thought it would be a good time to do a little reflection on habits and changes I made through this year that helped me with productivity, happiness, and just overall how I feel during busy and stressful days. We are approaching holiday season, which is often the most stressful season for us business owners with long work hours. So maybe you can use something from today's episode to not only be more productive, but also to make this time of year more enjoyable for you. If you're listening to this episode, and if there is anything specific that resonates with you, or you find helpful or maybe there is a takeaway that you are going to apply to your life, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot and share it on your stories and tag me at Babes Community, or even send me a message to continue on to the conversation. All right, without further ado, let's get to those five habits I changed this year to improve my productivity and happiness. Number one. I created morning routine that sets me for the best likelihood of having successful and productive day ahead. We can't control what will happen through the day, but there are things that we can control about how we start our days. And whether you can spend 10 minutes or wake up earlier and spend an hour giving the time to yourself it will change trajectory of your day. For example, in early years in my business, I didn't have any awareness about how negatively social media would affect me and how much time I would spend there thinking that I was doing research, but really, I was just getting distracted. Not only I didn't have awareness, but also I didn't have any boundaries. It wasn't until late 2021, during my burnout, when I started to pay attention on how different things that I did during the day make me feel, in a sense of what recharges me and what drains me and leaves me feel discouraged and exhausted. And I realized that social media was a big drain for me 
and even kind of form of procrastination. Anyways, where I'm getting here is that I found myself specifically in the mornings to feel quite discouraged and demotivated to carry on with my days. So I started to think of how can I make myself feel better so my days are more enjoyable and I just go tackle those business tasks that I don't really feel like doing. When I realized that the reason I felt this way was because I used to go on social media right after I woke up and I got bombarded by all the people who were ahead of me, all the people who knew better and did better. And think about it, if that's the first thing you see in the morning, of course it can make you feel discouraged. You didn't even woke up and you feel like you're not doing enough already. So I committed myself to stop going on the phone until I had the first difficult task for my work finished. You know, that big task on your list that you just ugh, you just dread, you don't want to do it because it's hard, it's uncomfortable, maybe you don't really even know where to start, but you have to get to it anyways. So I would turn on do not disturb mode, which I live in now pretty much 24-7 every day. And I put my phone away So it would not be on my side table beside my bed as a temptation. I put it across the room and that way I would have to walk to it to get it. And that would give me that one second to think about that. Hey, uh, what am I doing? I'm not going to grab the phone right now because we already decided that this is not good for us. And I even created this like little saying in my head that anytime I grabbed the phone anyways and looked at it, like I opened it, I told myself, it's poison. This is poison. It's not going to do you good. Don't do it. And it worked. Now, don't think that I am saint. Of course, there is days when my mind tricks me, especially when I am in a gym on a treadmill And I get an idea that, oh, I'm just gonna really quickly check something, which of course leaves me to completely different path. I find myself doing something that I didn't want to do, checking someone's post, replying on a comment, getting frustrated, where I realize, why am I doing this? I already told myself that I'm not going to go on social media. Instead of giving that time for myself to getting into the good energetic mood for the day, I'm getting frustrating and getting sucked into this again. So it at least helped me to create that loop in my brain of awareness that even when I fall to this, I am aware and I can stop it. That way, I can instead of consuming other people's lives and thoughts, just get along with my day and focus on my tasks my own challenges and move forward. So if you're still scrolling in the morning on your phone, I really recommend you giving this a try. And so that was the one thing I changed and implemented in my morning routine that made a massive difference on how I start the day and feel through the day, which of course affected how I deal with problems and obstacles that come through the day. I don't 
procrastinate anymore and go on a social media, but I get a sense of awareness that, hey, they're moving on. Okay, another thing I started to implement in my morning routine is exercise or movement. I used to be the person who would always say that I am just not a morning person. (laughs) I don't have energy. But the problem is that once they got busy, I was too tired to exercise later in the day, which of course affected my energy and my mood. Plus, I care about health and I know that exercise is important. It got to the point when I was so tired of that vicious cycle, never having time to exercise during the day and being too exhausted during the evening that I told myself that that's it. I'm going to learn how to do it in the morning, even if it's not natural to me. So I started to wake up half an hour earlier to start with shorter walk on the treadmill or morning yoga And once I got used to it, I started to wake up hour earlier to fit in longer exercise, and I love it. The fact that I force myself doing something uncomfortable in the morning, even when I don't feel like it, builds up that attitude through the day. Plus, it fills me up with energy. You know, you get that, it's not a big deal, let's just get to it attitude, which can be really helpful because our days are usually filled with overcoming one challenge after another. And to make that happen, I actually had to unlearn the habit I had my entire life, which was snoozing. I was a snoozer for over 20 years, practically ever since I started to wake up on my own. Snoozing was part of my morning routine. I mean, who doesn't love to snuggle in a warm bed just for a little bit longer, right? But I never realized how snoozing was transferring to everything I did through the day. The fact that I allowed myself right in the morning when I opened my eyes to postpone the uncomfortable, I mean, to get up when alarm went off, I carried that postponing attitude through the day. I found myself postponing and having difficulty to just get to and get through the difficult tasks. So the first day I stopped snoozing, it somehow made me feel like a champ right away because it was hard for me. And that attitude carried with me through the day. I went from, I don't want to do this to, I can do hard things. And in fact, they are not as hard as they seem to be. And I have a proof because I did it right away when I woke up. I can do this. It affected my mood, plus it gave me more time. So I didn't have to rush in the morning and it made me much more productive again. Honestly, it wasn't as hard as I dramatized it in my head. So if you are a snoozer and you're like, oh my gosh, I tried so many times and I just can't stop snoozing. So this is what worked for me. I put phone on the other side of the room and told my husband that when alarm goes on, I will stand up, go turn it off, and I will 
walk right into the bathroom to wash my face. I will not and I cannot go back to bed. After I wash my face, I will go to the kitchen and have a glass of water. So once I had that step-by-step plan in my head, and now I told it to my husband so he knew, hey, this is what I'm doing. There is no more snoozing happening. I woke up and I was like, I was determined I'm going to do this. And because that alarm was so loud on the other side of the room and I couldn't just extend my hand to turn it off, it forced me to get out of the bed and turn it off. I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. And ever since that, I never snoozed. So it's been nine months. I'm not a snoozer anymore. And if you are a snoozer and find yourself being inefficient through the day and dragging your feet through the difficult tasks, please give this a try. And if you do, let me know. I'd love to celebrate this win with you. But who doesn't love automations in a business that save you time and allow you to reach your audience while you are not personally behind the screen? If you are looking for ways to save time and automate your marketing, then I have to introduce you to my secret weapon for marketing automation, Flowdesk. Flowdesk is the ultimate email marketing tool for creative entrepreneurs and small business owners. You don't have to battle the algorithms just to get seen by your audience. With email marketing, your message gets delivered right to their mailbox. With Flowdesk's beautiful and intuitive platform, you can easily create stunning emails that will engage your audience and grow your business. The best part? Flowdesk's email automation allows you to easily set up powerful workflows that send out automated emails and nurture your audience on autopilot, even when you sleep. Are you ready to automate your marketing? As a Small Biz Babes Community Podcast listener, you can get a free trial and 50% off the first year of your Flowdesk subscription by using the link in the show notes of this episode. Join a Flowdesk today and get more time off your screen while still staying connected to your audience and growing your business. Now, another thing I changed, which is number four now. So we had number one that was No phone in the morning until I get first productive task done. Number two was movement in the morning that filled me up with energy and just like get through it and it's not a big deal attitude. And number three, which was no snoozing, which got me to just no procrastination and like, hey, I can do hard things kind of attitude. And now we're getting into number four, which is 10-minute morning meditation. Now, again, for most of my life, I used to say that meditation is not for me. I don't know how to do it. And mostly because I didn't understand the point of it and benefits it can have on your mindset, mood, and focus. It's not that some people are good at it and some people are not. It's just like with anything We do. We get better with practice. And the reason why meditation is so good is because it can help to train your brain in a way that you don't get distracted and don't give power to every single idea and thought that comes through your mind. Because we as business owners are usually very creative people with million ideas through the day, which can derail us, but following through the task 
and even sometimes getting distracted. So that simple act of starting a day and getting yourself to relax and just observe your thoughts and always come back to relaxation and kind of control it so you don't let yourself to go down the rabbit hole of thinking about that one thing. This is how you train your focus. Which, of course, some days it's easier than others, but it teaches you awareness. So during the day, you don't go down that rabbit hole of random thoughts and ideas that come through your brain, but instead you can refocus and get back to what you are doing. At least it does for me. It took me months to get to this point, but I can't imagine that I ever lived without it. I was just like a squirrel all day jumping from one task to another, from one thought to another. So if you wonder how does this look like, my morning meditation, it's pretty simple. I like to lay somewhere in the house where sun hits my face. This might be carpet in the living room floor or sofa. Sometimes I even take a yoga block and put it between my shoulders to open up my chest and breathe. Sometimes I just stay fully comfortable and just lay there. I turn on meditation music on Apple Music. Sometimes I search for like a healing music because that seems uh, to just keep me really calm. Or sometimes I listen to Calm App Meditation especially Jay Shetty, but I don't really find that one as efficient because because he is speaking and it gives you something to focus on. I find that it, it has much better benefits when there is nothing that you can really target your focus on, but instead you kind of have to get quiet with yourself and just observe your thoughts and start training them that they are not, again, that you're not going down the rabbit hole, but you're just observing them and getting back to the present moment. And then after the meditation, which usually I listen to one song or two songs, depends on how much time I have, I pull out my morning journal where I write and set an intention for the day that I want to carry through the day. For example, it might be something like, Today, I'm getting it done without trying to get it perfect. I can always adjust later or, you know, anything that I feel that I need to be reminded that day to move forward. Sometimes I even write it on a sticky note and stick that on my computer in the office so I can see it right there and get reminded of that intention through the day. And this takes us to the last, the fifth massive thing I changed this year that made a difference in my productivity, which is, which are changes I made in my weekly planning and scheduling. Now, I used to have this impossible, never-ending list of things to do, which made me feel like I was a running hamster, never accomplishing anything. It was partly because I didn't take time to really define what were my priorities in given season in my life. And I was trying to pursue too many goals in the same time. I was simply spread too thin, which was leaving me exhausted. And it wasn't until January this year when I decided to close one of my businesses to make 
a cautious decision that I don't need to do it all. I don't need to do it all in the same time. And simply prioritize what I can do and what I want to do most in this season of my life. And it's a kind of the same process I went through when I was growing my product business. In early stages, I was trying to sell all different kind of stuff, which left me spread too thin. And it wasn't until I decided to focus only on the wedding gifts and get rid of all other things on my schedule that just kept me distracted. And only after I freed up that time and realized that I actually need one thing that I'm going to give my all, one thing that I'm going to focus right now, that was when I started to feel different and I really started to see the progress. So instead of having this never-ending list of things to do, I started to write down and focus on the three big tasks that I needed to make a big progress on each week, which were based on my monthly goals and quarterly projects. And I started to block off times for these specific tasks in my calendar, like real blocks of times, instead of just having 20 things on my to-do list for each day and trying to fit it all in. Instead, I only needed to like two big things that really mattered in my progress. And I also started a work opening and work closing ritual, which also affected the way how I stayed kind of focused and moving forward through the days. I learned this from Michael Hyatt from his book, Free to Focus. And essentially, Every evening before I leave the desk, I will assess what I did, what I accomplished, and what I didn't, and why. And I plan my day for tomorrow. Because even if I have a schedule plan for a week ahead, there might be some something that I, you know, something changed or something showed up that I may, or maybe I didn't finish something today. And it's really important, so I'm going to have to finish it tomorrow. So I always make sure that in the end of the day, I'm going to plan my tomorrow's schedule, again, those time blocks, and what exactly am I trying to accomplish, so I don't have to deal with that in the morning, but instead I can go straight to work and start working on that first task. And then when it comes to work opening ritual, that one is in the morning. And essentially what it is, I just look at that exact schedule that I planned the night before and just kind of review the day in my head and envision that, okay, I'm going to spend two hours doing this and I'm going to do that in my computer in the living room, for example. But then at 11, I have to start doing this. And, you know, you just get through those tasks in your mind so you realize that, hey, there is not only one thing I'm going to have to do today, but I'm going to have to keep flowing through it. And you kind of visualize how would that successful day look for you. And that really only takes like two minutes, but it gives you an idea and prepares your mind of what you're going to do today. And I also do weekly review to assess what didn't get done, what got done. And I have an ongoing list of things that didn't get done. And I call it 
would be nice to do, kind of, which are little tasks, even sometimes a parts of larger projects, which are broken down in a smaller things. And I plan those in the end of my work day, because they are usually things that only take like 20 minutes or 30 minutes that you have to do, but you have like a gazillion of them. So I spread those through the week. After I plan my main tasks, I just say, okay, on Tuesday, in the end of the day, I'm going to deal with this one thing. On Thursday, in the end of the day, I'm going to deal with this one thing. So you slowly start crossing them off, but they are not taking up majority of your day and they are not distracting you from making progress on your main projects. When you're listening to this, it may sound like a lot. But keep in mind that this happened over time. It's not something I did from one day to another or from one month to another. Just like any change requires time, building one habit after another, replacing one bad habit with one good one at a time. If you are in the beginning of this journey, trying to make your days more manageable, more calm, and just have that action-taking attitude, the first thing you can do to start doing that is, well, first of all, to get clear on your priorities, but then start a list where you will track all the things you do through the day and simply write what is draining you and what is making you feel empowered, like what you really enjoy. And after a couple of weeks, once you start tracking all those things that you do during your regular work days or the time when you work on your business, then you can start asking yourself questions like, what do I want to change? What can I change? Where can I start today? Maybe it's just that you move the phone on the other side of the room and have a plan so you can stop snoozing. Maybe it's replacing your morning social media scroll with a book. Every big change starts with the small gradual steps. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If this episode resonated with you or helped you in any way, please share it with your fellow small business owners by taking a screenshot and posting it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Small Biz Babes Community so we can connect and support each other. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're hungry for more, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Small Biz Babes Community for daily small business tips and inspiration. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.